0: Up, everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Top Five at Five with your host Johnny Quest. Today is Wednesday, October seventh. Here's what you missed while you were listening to Fleetwood Mac all day, trying to learn how to skateboard and drink cran apple juice at the same time. But you're old. Well, I I guess I gotta start today with this fat ass again. I mean, this Presidente again. Remember, just yesterday I told you he said he was pausing all further negotiations on COVID relief bills. Apparently, he said that Nancy Pelosi wasn't dealing in good faith. And a lot of people just didn't get it. Like, why you stop these talks? Was this just a negotiation tactic from the masturbating dealmaker? Hmm maybe? Cause late last night he made us all do the owl and spin our heads around as he tweeted out that Congress needs to get a deal done for airline relief and stimulus bills. Like the same stuff he paused earlier that afternoon. I don't know. I guess he wants them all separate instead of a big Omni bill. But the only reason to do that is to easily cut out the parts that you don't care for. Like support for blue states that are bleeding money because of the vid. Now he did say he would support that $1,200 stimulus check sent to American people immediately. And that he'd sign it right now. Because again, he's trying to rip out all the other things. But that's still just a contradiction of what he said a few hours before that. So what did Democrats do? They went ahead and passed a bill directly supporting airlines. But he doesn't want that. Because you see, if you don't vote for him, you don't get his blessings, I guess. Or again, he could just be crazy. I don't know. He could also be Spider-Man. I don't know. What I do know is that Facebook had to remove his post and Twitter had to flag his tweet as false information. Why? This fool actually compared the vid to to the flu just like most other morons still choosing to vote for his ass i mean totally reasonable people that think the flu and the vid are one and the same i mean he actually wrote out quote we have learned to live with the flu season just like we are learning to live with covid <laughs> um what sir please say, say that again living with the vid, uh, no thank you. You can leave that for you and the now 19 people from your staff that have contracted the virus. Only people I feel bad for are the laymen, the White House staffers and operations folks that are getting exposed and getting sick because these morons just don't care. You know, maybe he's just upset that he lost another appeals court decision about his tax returns in New York today. I'm sure, like he always does though, he'll appeal again, this time to the SCOTUS. You know, I don't even want to see his taxes anymore. I already know he's a lying, cheating, skate-by loser. What else am I going to learn? That he exp- spent his orange tan cream and his visits to Stormy. Listen, this guy's got to go. Heaven help me if he's still there next year. I don't think they make enough rum sakapa. All right, well, tonight's the vice presidential debate, the only one. They're usually boring, but this time around, we have the only two competent people up on stage, under the age of 62, by the way, Pence is 61, Kamala, spring chicken at 55. And you know, Mike's a real gentleman. I don't expect him to run roughshod over Miss Harris like his boss does, but you never know what we'll get. And honestly, one of these two people might probably be president within the next four years. Who knows how long either of the old viejos will last, not that they're going to die, but we might actually get a presidential retirement while in office. I mean, they're kind of old. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. See, you can really say anything followed by I don't know. And it works. (laughs) Anyways, here's what to watch out for. First off, they're going to talk about the vid. They obviously got it on their side, so that'll be a challenge. Then there's the economy. It was cruising along right before the Rona Wars showed up, but there's never been much of a plan other than cut regulations, give rich people and wealthy companies more money back, and it'll trickle back down into Joe Plummer's pocket. That never seemed really to pan out for over 85% of Americans, so Pence will have to think of something to plot. In place here, I guess all the red side really has is to keep pushing the socialist button, fearmonger, and cause more panic. Not that they ever cause panic; they avoid that all the time, right? But the socialist thing, yeah. Watch for Pence to say that maybe Joe is too weak to stand up to the socialist movement inside the Democrats. That's really the only birdshot he's got, and he's going to keep loading up that shotgun all night. But see, Mo Elethy, the founding executive director of Georgetown University's Institute of Politics and Public Service, and a Fox News contributor, says that, quote, if Pence goes down that path, it's a wasted opportunity. They've been trying it for months and it hasn't made a dent yet. Once again, the debate starts at 9 p.m. Eastern because they don't want anybody to watch, I guess. And you can find it on pretty much every channel. So... Facebook is really trying to change their image for this presidential election. I mean, after the debacle of 2016 and the fallout from Cambridge Analytica, I guess the only way they can go is up. Well, like I said, they're trying. They've been super busy pushing users to get registered to vote. Remember I said they registered over 2.5 million people already. And they have a huge marketing campaign online and on TV around registering to vote and being prepared. They made some changes about political ads not being allowed two weeks before the election. And just recently they announced they're finally banning all QAnon accounts from both Facebook and Instagram, even if those accounts don't incite violence. Because, well, QAnon accounts just spread lies and misinformation. 1500 different pages, groups, and profiles have been given the boot. Oh wait, you don't know QAnon? Quote, QAnon is a conspiracy theory that grew out of the fringes of the internet and posits that high-profile Democrats and Hollywood celebrities, also Democrats, are members of a child-eating cabal that is being secretly taken down by Super President Donald Trump, and that members of this fictitious cabal will soon be marched to their execution. The conspiracy theory relies on posts from Q, an anonymous user of the extremist message board, 8kun, which was formerly called 8chan, who has been wrongly predicting the roundup of prominent Democrats since October of 2020, 17 end quote. So, yeah, those guys. And the thing is, conservatives seem to eat this stuff up. Not only does QAnon only accuse Democrats, but it accuses them of the most heinous of crimes child molestation, trafficking, and apparently child eating. Remember Pizzagate? Yeah, that was them. And who doesn't want to defend the children, right? I mean, that's why it's an easy grab. Because if you're on the side of the kids, then all the other bullshit you say must also be credible. Like how they were spreading the lie that Joe Biden was wearing an earpiece during the debate. Line. Last week, Or that Trumpito wasn't even sick with the vid, but he's just carrying out a secret mission in a fake war they keep going on about. So, yeah, Facebook kind of just did the minimum here. And it's a shame it took until now to let all this nonsense continue to spread. I mean, listen, I'm all for freedom of speech. Hell, I say all kinds of shit on this show. But the things these people have been saying, <laughs> they should have been gone a long time ago. Remember that time Congress called all the major tech CEOs up on Zoom over the summer and questioned them about their monopolistic practices? Well, everyone besides Microsoft. Yeah, so their report was released all 449 pages of it and here's the gist of what their recommendations are break up big tech yeah that's pretty much it quote companies that once were scrappy underdog startups that challenged the status quo have become the kinds of monopolies we last saw in the era of oil barons and railroad tycoons these firms have too much power and that power must be reined in and subject to appropriate oversight and enforcement yeah see they'd like companies like facebook to break up their three platforms or for Google to stop selling ads and spin the ad sales division off to its own company. Now, how they expect Google to make any money moving forward, that's not addressed. That's up to Google to figure out. They even want Apple to break off the App Store to its own division. Which is even more weirder of all of these because unlike the other three people here, Apple has a monopoly on nothing other than good taste. Hey, They've got like a 12% share of the mobile market. Although it's much higher in the US, it's still not a majority. Now, this is really just what Democrats suggested. Republicans pushed back on a lot of these ideas, and again, these are just suggestions for the main body of Congress to take up. But if it goes through, this could be one of the biggest changes to antitrust law since the 30s. Quote, Among the changes are Democratic proposals to Ban major tech platforms from acquiring future startups or potential rivals and barring them from both owning marketplaces such as Amazon's e commerce hub and selling competing products on them. End quote. So in other words, it's cool for Walmart to be able to sell Sam's Choice products, but not for Amazon to sell Amazon Choice. Okay. The one thing Democrats and Republicans agree on is increasing budgets for regulators and making it easier for antitrust enforcers at the FTC to be able to mergers but that's really about it of course changes like these would require one party to control both halves of congress plus the president's chair and while these laws could always be challenged in court also and we know the conservatives own the supreme one so is this just more banter i don't know i guess we'll have to wait and see what comes of this All right. Did anyone catch Saturday Night Live this past weekend? Chris Rock came back. Megan Thee Stallion performed. Jim Carrey played a pretty spot on Joe Biden. I was impressed. The cold opening was kind of funny, poking fun at the debate, but I was honestly expecting a little bit more. I mean, they gave them everything they needed. Anyways, what really struck out was that this was the first television show I've seen that had a real live audience on set. Inside of a friggin' building, real people, not TV screens, all sitting with each other. It was about 70 to 100 of them. So how did this get past New York State regulations? Granted, everyone that was on the floor were first responders, so they got prime seating, but that still doesn't mean they get to go in, right? Well, apparently, NBC is skirting the rules a bit here because the rules say 100 people or less or 25% capacity of the live audience if it's made up of cast, crew, or contractors. So what did NBC do? Well, they gave away tickets, like always, on OneIota.com, and then they had people get rapid Rona tests, wear two masks, and on the way out of the door, after SNL finished, they were all paid $150. Now, no one knew about this beforehand. They really just risked their lives for the laughs, but $150? That might have made it worth getting through two Megan the Stallion performances. Quote, SNL has confirmed that they followed the reopening guidance, including selecting audience members through a third-party screen and casting process and compensating them for their time as paid audience members end quote so i guess they're good i mean how is this any different from the movie theater story i said yesterday though by the way shout out to listener Kami because i had no idea new jersey theaters were open right across the freaking river how does this make any sense can they pay me 150 dollars to go watch Tenet? hell i'll watch for free just let me in well my beautiful people those are my top 5 news stories of the day and if you haven't been able to tell I really want to see Tenet Uh, uh, let's see if it even happens in 2020 maybe on demand or something I really got no bonus news today but I have been listening to Fleetwood Mac all day I'm sad to say just got the slow yacht rock rocking and it has calmed me down so I'm good I hope you guys are good too remember If you like these stories I give up, the way I share the news, tell your friends, send me a shout out. And as always, remember, stay focused, proud, and stay dedicated in all you do. Just dodge the rest and catch up with me because I got you with news.